I decided to figure out how to live a different way. And that's when I was introduced to Eckhart Tolle's work. And I think A New Earth was the first book I ever read that made me go, oh my God, wait, so I'm not my thoughts. Like these terrible thoughts that I had that that come into my mind that I think I am, I'm not that at all. I'm I'm actually very separate from that. And I'm the observer of that. And that was my first introduction to waking up to who I really am. And it was so exciting because it was also just, it was right up my alley. I wanted to learn more and more and more and more. So I just kept reading more and more and more. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. I don't know about you, but when someone tells me they have an absolutely delicious life, I want to know how in the hell they did that. And it just actually makes me smile just saying that. Picture yourself right now saying, I have a delicious life and try not to smile. Today, my guest is my girlfriend. She's a client of mine. Mandy Demetsky joins me on the show. She's a transformational life coach. And she talks about how she went from a life of doing to now having an absolutely delicious life. You guys definitely need to tune in because if it is possible for her, it is possible for you. Okay, y'all, this is going to be one of the most phenomenal episodes ever. And how do I know this? Because I have my girlfriend and client that we have just been jamming out for over an hour on our coaching call. And we have so much shit to talk about. And she's an amazing human being. And a lot of these things you are going to hear for the very first time. And this woman, even though I am quote unquote in the self-development space, she fucking thinks it's shit and I'm here for it. So I am so excited (laughs) to have you. I love you, Mandy. Introduce yourself. Hello. Oh, are we on? Are we on? We are <laughs> on so... and we are going to go off. <laughs> I'm, we are on and we are going to go off. Yes. Hi. I am so happy to be here on this amazing podcast of yours and honored to be having this conversation with you because I adore you and we just totally agree on so many things in terms of personal development in general and, and, and helping people to just be their most badass selves in, in the most effective way as coaches. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, my amazing business manager, she's actually done some work for you. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so excited that you're working with Mandy or that you're going to do a podcast with Mandy. You know, she uses a term that um, I just love called a delicious life. She's created a delicious life. And I'm like, that is so true. And it's so funny because you and I have both cried on a call together at how grateful we are for our lives. People think that like unicorns like me and you don't actually exist and that we're actually full of shit. And the thing is, we're not. Like you are so fucking grateful for your delicious life. I am so fucking grateful for my delicious life. Like literally last weekend, I was, I had had a jam-packed day and I didn't get my workout in until like 6 30 at night, which is totally, that, that's just extremely rare for me. I, I like to do it in the middle of the day if possible. And so of course I was kind of annoyed, like, Oh my God. Okay. I have to go and work out now at the end of the day. And after it, I came upstairs and literally started sobbing because I was so grateful for my life. I just, I went from, you know, and I think that's how it is for everybody. We can go from one emotion to the next really quickly, but I went from, you know, just slight annoyance because I have so much going on to thank you, God, thank you, universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every single thing in my life. I am so fortunate and blessed and all the words for the way in which my life is today. And it hasn't happened by accident. It has been a lot of making scary decisions and doing things that I thought I would never do. And ultimately opening up to people about things I thought I would never talk about. And, um, you know, just, it's brought me to this place of, you know, looking back and kind of going, holy shit, I can't believe that I've done all of that over the last five years since quitting corporate America. Um, and I'm just so grateful that as, as challenging as these last five years have been that I'm in this place today and it is still challenging, (laughs) but in the most amazing way. Oh, okay. And we go, so go ahead. Oh, sorry. And so I, (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, that's right. You pulled the card in between. So we turned up. So we had our coaching call. We both like turned off the Zoom, went pee, came back, and you're like, I pulled the card for us. Uh, and you guys, it's not like one of those like what are those or what are they called? Oracle. They're cards? called spiritual AF cards. Yeah. So they're spiritual as fuck cards, which is so yep. funny because Mandy, if you go follow her on social media, which I <laughs> highly encourage you to go follow her now, um, she posted one of these cards the other day, and when we jumped on my our our coaching. <laughs> together. I was like, Oh my God, I have those cards. So tell me the card that you pulled today. Well, um, the card that I pulled the other day that I was so obsessed with was think twice before you give a fuck and hundred percent because we can get way too upset about shit that doesn't matter. So I loved that one. Um, and this one is sometimes everything is going wrong for the right reasons. Mm. And my God, yes. So if you are listening to this and you feel like everything is going wrong, whether it's personally or professionally or both, or just shit just doesn't feel right, quote unquote, 
it's most likely because you are in a space of transition and transformation and you are on the precipice of a very exciting, most likely very challenging new journey into the next level of you, which will bring on more deliciousness in your life because that's how it works. As we up level, as we become the next version of ourselves, we get to experience life from that perspective, as opposed to the person that we were before that saw life very differently. So I thought it was a perfect card for us today and to talk about all the things we're going to talk about. Well, I think that that's kind of like the thing, right? Is <laughs> just basically told everyone, not only kind of what you're into and what you do by just that exact phrase, but, um, you know, you never really mentioned, but you're a transformational life coach specializing <laughs> in psychological fitness and all the things and everyone can Google you. But I think one of the things that is so magical and special about you is you say that you hate self-development because it's always about the doing always about the doing rather than the being and the becoming. And, you know, my social media handle is be Christina for a reason. So I'd love for you to tell everyone, what do you mean? And what can people get from understanding that it's not about the doing? Oh, yes. Yes. So true. That's probably why I didn't introduce myself because that would be doing <laughs> and I was being, <laughs> You're just being you, which is like the most magical version. So please. I was just being. Um, yes. So one of the modalities that I use with all of my clients is human design. And I recently in the last couple of years found out that I was a projector. And what that did for me was it really gave me permission to be myself and to feel all those feels that I had felt for so long about being different, maybe than the general population that was so focused on doing, 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 let's do this to reach this goal and then do this and then do that. And I, and I mean, that's what I had done my entire life was this is what you do. This is the path you follow to achieve X. And then once you're there, you're happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it equals happiness. Do, 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 do equals happiness. And that was just a bunch of bullshit. And I had to find all of that out on my own. So I, you know, graduated from college, didn't really love school, but it was like, okay, might as well do this and had a great time there. So I wouldn't have changed anything. I I partied my way through school. So it was a really, really good time. Um, and then it was like, and after school, you get a job. And in that job, you work your ass off and progress to the next level. And, you know, you get promoted and then you continue to get promoted. And that's the message I got. You know, I'm a Gen Xer. So it's like today, the message is if you stay too long, there's a problem. <laughs> like what's wrong with you if you stay too long in a position. Um, but for me, it was, this is your path. This is what you will do. And it will equal happiness. And I did it all. And I was in, um, I had a very successful sales career. I was in, in sales management, of course, because I did the whole, you get promoted 
thing. And then I had always wanted to be in pharmaceutical sales. So I left the company I'd been at for 14 years and went into that and kind of checked that box because I wanted to know what that was like. It was, that was the, that was the job you wanted to have when I was younger. So I finally had it and couldn't have been more miserable. Honestly, I was spending my entire day on the freeway in Southern California and in my car in general and um, talking to doctors about medications that I didn't give a shit about. So I was not happy at all. And I was like, okay, I'm making great money. I was the number one rep in the country for my specific role within the organization. And I, I just, I really couldn't have been less satisfied, less happy. And so I was just at this crossroads of what does this mean? I've done all the things that I thought would make me really happy. And I'm, I'm at the pinnacle of what I was working toward and it sucks. So I literally, I, you and I used to go to the bliss project, shout out to Lori Harder for bringing all the most amazing women together, but we used to go there together. And I remember after one of them, it was five years ago, the Monday after I called my boss and quit and he was completely shocked. He actually cried. (laughs) (laughs) He was with another rep and he actually cried. And I was just like, what Why are you crying? This is ridiculous. Um, but, and I couldn't stand him either. So I thought (laughs) that was kind of funny. So it was fine. (laughs) And I had no idea what I was going to do, but I just couldn't do that anymore. So I jumped into the absolute unknown, having no clue what I was going to do. I was doing a little bit of network marketing on the side and I just decided, okay, I'll do that full time. Um, and it was a great company and I loved it, but I didn't love, I I knew that staying in that position wasn't what I wanted to do long-term. And so I just followed what I was really interested in and ended up getting my personal training certification and started from nothing working in a gym. (laughs) It was like, I was 41. And working with 20 somethings, getting up at 3.30 in the morning to go to a gym and set it up and teach classes. And I was twice as old as everybody else there. And if you follow Mandy, you won't think that she's 46 years old. (laughs) She's like like a 15 out of a 10. uh, And she lives in Southern California. So there's that. But no one would have ever known you were that old, my love. Oh, my God. Well, thank you. You're you're the best. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, and I just, I don't know. I could have looked at it. I could have been really depressed about it. Like, Oh my God, I'm starting over. And, and I'm at the same place that all of these 20 somethings are at, but honestly, it was just, I loved it. I thought it was so much fun to connect with people in a physical fitness environment and to just be fun. And to have fun and to make movement fun and connecting with other people has always given me life. 
And so I just felt so much more like instead of being in a sales position where it was like, go do X, Y, and Z to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And then you will, you know, that's the measure of whether or not you're doing a good job here. And that just never really resonated with me. And so back to human design, I found out I was a projector and a projector is meant to be a guide and meant to um, really learn different modalities to rest more, to take more time out to reflect so that they can be as useful a guide as they're here meant to be. And it just, it was like, I was reading about myself. I got this whole blueprint done from Erin Claire Jones. Um, definitely somebody to follow too. She's a human design expert on Instagram. Um, and now I do a blueprint for all of my clients because we're all designed to be different and to, to help each other be our best selves in while we're here on this planet. So in human design, there are energy types and non-energy types. And I, being a projector, I'm a non-energy type meant to guide and help energy types. So we aren't going to, as two different types, go about showing up in the world in the same way. There are people that are here meant to be the doers and the creators and the, I am going to bring this to life. This is what I am meant to be here. I, 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 you know, I have an idea. I know it's the right one because it hits me in the right place. It's a soul calling. I am going to work, 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 and bring this to life. And that's what makes me feel good. And that was just never me. I just, I always felt like more of a guide or a coach. Um, I got a degree in psychology. So I've always been much more interested in the human mind. Um, and you know, at the same time, I, I'm a woman, <laughs> so I've dealt with the self-hatred and the self-critic and just the absolute misery of going through teenage years and, and the years of your twenties where you really do feel like you're just so lost and at war with yourself and you hate yourself. And, and so I'm, I've always been fascinated in the human, in the human mind and, and how we can be at war with ourselves so easily. So. I think this I, is a really cool time for you to cut. Cause I think, you know, you have literally, you, you had your sales job and then you got in the, in the fitness industry and healing yourself. And now what you do now is obviously using all of your past, which I think is obviously part of it, using everything that you have learned over the last however many years to serve others. But I think a really cool story, and you've shared this with me before, is like how you used to have like really hatred for yourself and how you obviously coached other people to heal themselves. Because again, I just mentioned you're one of the most attractive people that you could, I could possibly look at, you know, but this hasn't always been like externally for sure. And internally, like you're one of the most nicest people on the planet too, but like externally you look amazing. And this hasn't always been like that, but you've figured out how to heal yourself from the inside out. and. I know that this is something that people come to you all the time for now. 
I'd love for you to kind of touch on this because I think it's really, really important for what you do now for people to hear this. It's so funny. It almost makes me emotional starting to think about it um, again because it's because I feel so much for myself for where I used to be. You know, it's it's kind of hard to believe that I was ever there, but I was. Um, I was someone who, when I was younger, I was a total tomboy and I only had brothers. And so all I ever wanted to do was just go and play outside with them and get dirty with them and get like, you know, who cares? Like not worry about what I looked like. And, and at some point my parents started to say, okay, you're a girl and you need to look and act like a girl. And I remember the day when I was younger that my, <laughs> that my dad said this to me. And I think it was also like, you know, you, well, now you're going to need to start to wear a bra and all this shit. And I was like, wait, what, wait, how I look matters. And that message was just perpetuated on and on from there, not just from my family, but society. You know, like you're a girl, you need to look a certain way. You need to present a certain way. You're not one of the boys. And it's like, I don't want to worry about that. But because it was a message delivered when I was so susceptible to like, oh, okay, is that what I'm supposed to do? It really, it I mean, it was like a stamp on my brain, like, okay, you always need to look a certain way. And I started to become obsessive with it. And I never thought that I looked good enough. And I never thought that I was good enough, no matter what I, it had nothing to do with what I look like. And I, I think it was just me not understanding self love and self-trust and understanding how to be in my own body. And so it came out in self-abuse. So I, so I think starting in college and for, or actually no, starting a little in high school. So I don't know, it was like 15 to 20 years where I would just hit myself. I would literally hit myself in my head Mm. from the, disgust I had for how not good enough I was, whether it was what I looked like, who I was. I I just, I felt like I was hideous. I felt like I couldn't possibly go out into the world that everybody would just see me as a hideous monster. And so I would just abuse myself because there was so much, there was just so much pent up emotion that I hadn't dealt with over so many different things that had happened in my early teen years into my twenties. And it was coming out as rage because that's, I mean, I think it was that pent up that it was coming out as rage and it was rage against myself because everything was, was directed back at me. How I, I hate myself. My self-critic was just on fire. So it was just, it was a very, very difficult time of not knowing how to process emotions that I was clearly holding in somewhere and they were coming out 
when, you know, at the most inopportune times, honestly, like if I was getting ready to go out for a big event or dinner with friends or something, you know, where, where my husband and I had to be somewhere at a certain time, I would just go into a complete meltdown and literally would abuse myself because I didn't feel like I was good enough to even go out to this place with these people. So it was a huge problem. Yeah. And I know that there's people listening to this podcast right now that feel this, you know, there's a few things that you have said um, that you and I resonate on like just exactly the same. And we're not the only two people, you know, I never hit myself, but I obviously like I had an eating disorder, which is, you know, just a different way of taking it out, but it was exactly the same thing, right? Like everyone thinks that they're either they're hitting or their eating disorder or their alcoholism or whatever it is, is like, because of a certain thing, it's never about the thing. It was never about weight. It was never about the food. It was never about that. It was about the, the, the anger you had towards yourself because you just didn't know, like you interpreted what your dad told you. And I've, had situations where I've interpreted what people have told me, right? Because your little kid self and what it actually was is completely not even what it was supposed to be, right? I remember hearing like, never be a typical woman. So in my head, I was like, cool, I'm never going to do anything that a typical woman does. But as a little kid, I just took, like, I created what a typical woman was, right? I never wanted to be like that because I looked at that as a negative connotation from the way that it was said. But I think something here that is really like even the job thing, you know, I, I did my worth based upon, you know, golf and how good I could get and how much money I was making. It's the same thing as you. And so I know so many people are going to resonate with this. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. So you hear on this podcast a lot be talking about my clients. Well, I'm obsessed with what I get to do. Let me just say it. I'm the best at what I get to do. I am 100% the best coach that you will find. I am so passionate about helping you gain the confidence to live a life that you're obsessed with and make a fuck ton of money doing it. You guys, one-on-one coaching is my specialty. It's what I do fantastically. It's the reason why I've been sold out for such a long period of time. In 2023, I am going to bring on one, maybe two new one-on-one clients. In order to get the opportunity to have one of those spaces, you have to be on my one-on-one coaching wait list. If this is something that you think that you'd be interested in or excited for, get your name on the one-on-one coaching wait list. The link is in the show notes. You can find that link in my Instagram at bchristina in the bio or text me the word coach to 501-222-3362. I'll get your name on the wait list and I will contact you. We will do a discovery call to make sure I am the best fit for you and you are the best fit for me. Like I said, I've been sold out in my one-on-one practice for quite some time, but I will be taking on a couple new clients in 2023. And if you want to be one of them, I cannot wait to connect. I think the thing that you and I now know, and a lot of people do, but perhaps those who are listening, and I know the exact right person is listening to this, is you just realized that it was stuck energy. And this is what separates you from so many people in this space is you're not working on the doing of things. And and hopefully I use different modalities than you do, but you're so specialized in the energy and the being and the unstuck energy and how to do it within your body. I'd love for you to touch on that. How did you go about healing yourself from this? I think it's different for everybody, but you're right. If any type of self-abuse is just a one big fat shame spiral and you abuse and then you're shameful about it. And then to just, why not beat yourself up again because you're feeling shame. So 
you get stuck in a shame loop for a really long time. And for me, it was just, I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. This is ruining my relationship. This is, um, you know, it's putting my poor husband on the defense all the time. And just, he, he's always, he was always just trying to figure out how to be as supportive as he could be. And I think he was just tired. Yeah. <laughs> I could see him being tired and he's so wonderful. And I was just like, I can't do this to him anymore. So I decided to figure out how to live a different way. And that's when I was introduced to um, Eckhart Tolle's work. And I think A New Earth was the first book I ever read that made me go, oh my God, wait, so I'm not my thoughts. Like these terrible thoughts that I had, that, that come into my mind that I think I am, I'm not that at all. I'm, I'm actually very separate from that. And I'm the observer of that. And that was my first introduction to waking up to who I really am. And it was so exciting because it was also just, it was right up my alley. I wanted to learn more and more and more and more. So I just kept reading more and more and more. Um, and I read the untethered soul and that was another very impactful book on my life. And so I just, I started to learn as much as I could. And what I was realizing was that we are always making up stories and narratives. And we believe for the most part, like so many of us, that they're real, that whatever is happening in our minds and our thoughts is, is reality. When in fact, it's just a result of past experience, conditioning, programming, what your parents said to you at some point, what they told you is right and wrong, um, religious uh, norms, what's right and wrong there. We are a product of our past experiences and the thoughts that we have, I mean, some ridiculous amount of like maybe 80 to 90% are the same ones that we've had that we had the past day and the day before that and the day before that. And so we just become a conditioned ego <laughs> and essentially that's what we are. And so when we get so accustomed to living in our heads, we literally are just always here in our thoughts, which you know, kind of reside at the front of our head and, and right behind our eyes. And we just live from here and that's it. And so we live in this thought-based narrative and don't ever really feel because thoughts being the language of the mind and emotions being the language of the body, we just disconnect completely from our bodies um, because we're just, we're so up in our heads that this is the only thing we ever really think about. And our emotions, meanwhile, are just being shoved down and, and, and kept in somewhere in our body um, because our body does hold on to them. That is that, how it works. And I'd love to point out too, like when you hear people talk about how, you know, stored pain. So like a lot of people say diseases and, you know, like for me, a hundred million percent, my stored energy that is negative is 
either in my lower back or in my neck. When I get stressed out, you and I were even talking about this on our call. You're like, oh, I was kind of like rushing this morning. That's the worst feeling ever. I hate that feeling. I never want to have that feeling because it's not in the highest alignment, you know? And we obviously got out of it quite quickly, but that stuckness, like it made you feel stuck. And I was like, oh, girl, when I'm stressed out, it's my neck or my lower back. But that is energy. You, that is exactly what Mandy's talking about. Like the physical energy that is stuck somewhere in your body. And that's in my personal opinion, obviously it's not medical and take it for what it is, but I think that that's where 90% of disease comes from. I totally agree with you. And I think we, you know, we're all taught that it's structural. So we're like, oh, it must be, it just must be injury based or, or I sat too long or it's an, it's from lifting too heavy or whatever. And yes, that can happen, but there is so much energy stuck in our bodies that is, it's like my, my mentor says it this way. And I think it's so beautiful. It's like, we're all just trying to keep beach balls underneath the water and we're holding them down and holding them down and holding them down. And if you've ever tried to do that, you know, that at some point it's going to pop up. Like it's not, you cannot hold it down forever or you will, you'll become so exhausted that at some point you won't be able to hold it down anymore. And it will come up in some very inopportune time. And oftentimes it does present as physical pain and it does, um, it, it, it just, it presents as stuckness, like you said. And so I now have the honor of working with people that, feel very stuck and they don't understand why they feel stuck because they've done all the things they have the job and the house and the 2.3 kids and the husband and the dog. And I was told I just need to do all of this and go after my goals. And, you know, you can do it, you can do it. And I do it and I get to this place and I feel fucking stuck. I feel lost. I feel like what there has to be more than this. There has to be more, but what is wrong with me? And truly people, my clients will come to me feeling like, what is wrong with me? I can't accomplish a, you know, weight loss goal. I can't get my body starting to move. I I can't seem to find a job that makes me happy. I am just all of these things. My relationship's not thriving. Like I would love for it to. And they're living from their thought-based narrative because they haven't learned how to live any other way. And so my work is all around getting into the body and tuning into, like you said, when I came, when I came to our call earlier (laughs) and I was like, I'm so stressed and I'm rushed and I hate this feeling. And, and you said, yeah, I really feel that like when I feel rushed, I feel it here in my neck. And I was like, yeah, I do too. That's so true. That is where it is. So it's a matter of getting out of our heads into our bodies and facilitating a relationship between mind and body. And, and once you start to do that, you can begin to release stuck energy very intentionally. Um, you begin to understand how and why your body responds to certain things and your body can, you can get to a place where your body can really help you 
to accomplish what you want to accomplish because now you're like on the same page and you begin to the goal is to work toward being a vessel for life to flow through and it isn't possible like if if you think about any kind of a like if you think about a tube and there are a bunch of rocks stuck in that tube then the amount of air that can flow through that tube is pretty minimal. I mean, it's going to be stuck. It's going to get caught in all of the matter that's inside that tube. So my goal with working with my clients is to release stuck energy, tune into our bodies, tune back into maybe the shit, the feelings that we never wanted to feel, the exiled parts of us that we've push down for so long that do want to be heard, we tap into that and we, we go back and we integrate those parts of us so that we are more whole. And because we're releasing stuck, stuck energy, we do become so much more like we're just in flow. We're restoring flow back into your life. And then you just get to be. Because once you're a vessel for life to flow through, life's just going to flow through you and you just get to be and enjoy the ride instead of feeling like you have such a tight grip on keeping everything just so because somebody told you that's what you had to do. Mm. You literally described it so perfectly, you know, from the faith-based standpoint, you know, I was telling you, it's like, you know, be still and know. I remember, and I'm sure you're exactly the same way. When I was in my worst of the worst, being still was the worst thing in the world. Like no one who's suffering, no one who's stuck wants to be still because then you have to think, then you have to feel and feeling, feeling is scary as fuck, but Think about what Mandy and I said at the beginning of this podcast, how we've both broken down now in tears at how grateful we are for our lives. And both of us have had to get to the point that we've had to feel. We have had to feel in order to heal. Oh, look, that fucking rhymes. I didn't even do that on purpose. You're a poet and you didn't even know it. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I think something that's helpful to say here too is like Mandy being able to go from where she was hitting herself, which is, by the way, thank you for admitting that. Thank you for sharing that. Because I know that there's so many people that need to hear that. You know, we, we live in shame oftentimes, even for myself, like I've talked about numerous things in my life and they feel shameful when you're in them, but on the other side, it's, it's helping another human. So thank you for that. But, you know, one thing that you said was becoming almost like a bestie with your body. And that is the coolest thing ever, because there is, especially us women, there is very few people that can say that we're besties with our body, but yet it's one of the coolest things ever, because obviously how, like, it just makes so much sense, but it's almost like people don't even know how to get there. Yeah, it's so true. So many of my clients will come to me and their first goal is a physical goal. Like I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to build muscle or I want to, you know, whatever. It's all about the physical and that 
is great and I get it. Um, but the physical, what, what so many people don't realize and they eventually do once we work together is that that will take care of itself. If you free your vessel from the shit that's holding you back from the reasons that it's never worked before from, um, you know, if you can free your vessel of all of the pain that's been pushed down and allow your mind and body to become besties, because I think for so many women, we are literally at war with our bodies. I was for most of my life. I hated it so much. It, it disgusted me and it didn't have anything to do with what it looked like. Literally had nothing to do with what it looked like. Once you can get to a place of clearing and releasing and integrating, then anything you do toward the physical is so much easier. Your body will work with you because you're not at war with it anymore. So once your mind and body are besties, they're on the same page. I mean, when you're on the same page with anyone, it, it just tends to go better, right? Than when you're at war with them. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like a way easier relationship. When you say it, it like makes perfect sense. And I want anyone thinking about this, obviously, like, you know, Mandy does so much more than just the physical stuff, but we as women, I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you live. You know, we all have something. So if you can be on the same page and if you can really love and appreciate your body, I mean, think about how much easier it would be to get along with it. Yes. Yes. And today I can say, you know, I used to beat the shit out of myself in the gym. I used to just try, 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 try. All I was doing was trying, trying to get my body to a certain place, trying to figure out what to eat, trying to put the right thing in my body, trying to avoid this and only do this. And, and now I work way less hard than I ever have on my body. I work way, I don't even think about the eating aspect because I just do what feels right for my body. And it's like, better than ever. It is functioning better than ever. It feels better than ever. It's responding to me being in flow with life. That's what it's doing. It's not that I spend hours and hours in the gym. I really don't. I don't have the time to anymore, but it's about, it just responds to the way we mind and body are living our life now. Mm. Yeah, I know that you have taken so much away from this podcast. And I know you're like, oh my gosh, Mandy, I literally see you, feel you, hear you. And I am, you know, maybe they're two steps behind you where you used to be. And they want to get to the point where they are their best friend and they want to love themselves and they want to just be and not try and not do. And they want to be so fucking grateful. It makes you cry for your life, even when your life isn't a hundred percent. And even just when things are hitting the fan, but just being so fucking grateful for that. So how do people connect with you? Oh, thank you. Yes. I want everyone to just break down in tears over how grateful their life. Me too. That would be, me too. That, that is my ultimate goal. Okay. That is our ultimate goal. And we're doing our together. Ultimate goal. I'm here for it. We are here for it. We want you to be so fucking grateful you cry. We are here for it. 
Um, okay. So I am at Mandy Demetsky on Instagram and that is D E M E T S K Y. And my website is mandydemetsky.com. Those are the best places to get in touch with me. And I have a few open one-on-one spots right now for coaching. And, and that's really what I specialize in is the one-on-one relationship. And we go deep together and really do work on transforming your life so that it is so much easier to, to be living in the delicious life that you know is waiting for you. And you don't have to, you can unclench take a breath and just be here for all the goodness. Let's end it on that because it was beautiful. Love you. (laughs) Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.